War Eagle. This is War Bloggle with Bloggle Spot number 73, Lee Zimba, Greg Robinson, some other people. It is October 16th. It's 76 degrees outside. It's kind of getting windy. It's getting a little chilly. It's supposed to get a little colder soon. We'll see. Um, it is October, finally, in middle of October, past the middle of October. Wow. And it is the greatest month of the year, but also the worst sun of the year. Right now I'm driving and can't see a thing because the sky is so clear and the sun is so low and bright. Anyway, you, this isn't James Spann's Bloggle Spots. This is Bloggle Spots. Bloggle's Bloggle Spots. Um, so Kentucky, I mean, so, excuse me, Auburn beat Kentucky last night. I don't know if y'all remember that. It's been hard to, to celebrate, you know, being told by everybody in the world that you're not allowed to celebrate a win over Kentucky. It's just Kentucky. Great, huge win over Kentucky. I don't care who Auburn was playing. I said this last night in my longest bloggle spot of the year. 16 minutes, I believe it was. Go back and listen to it if you want. I was half asleep, but I don't care who you beat on a Thursday night on the road. I, it doesn't matter who it is. It's a big deal. It's a big stage. Kentucky's not terrible. It was. This was only their second loss. Um, and honestly, Auburn's problems, at least offensively, have been Auburn all year. And at least the first half and a few times in the second half, Auburn got out of their own way. I don't care if they were playing the Patriots. I don't care if they were playing Eastern Kentucky. Auburn got out of their own way. Sean White looked like a Division I starting SEC quarterback. The first play, the first pass play of the game, I just tweeted it out. I made a little gif of the, of the play. He's back there in the pocket for five, six seconds bouncing around like why is nobody open and why is nobody getting me? One guy comes out, he steps up, kind of runs out of the pocket running to his left, he is right-handed throws it about 15 to 20 yards downfield, past the Kentucky defender, straight to Ricardo Lewis for one of those first third longs that he uh, converted on the on the first drive. That's a real play. That is a big time play, especially the first real pass of the game. Uh Sean White is good. He can throw the ball. He's accurate. He's got an arm. He can run. He showed a few times. He's shown a bunch of times this year already in just three games that he can run. And a lot of it is uh, confusing, you know, surprising the defense because they're thinking little white boy back there ain't going to do anything. And he's not Johnny Manziel or anything, but he is pretty shifty. There were two or three times he kept the ball on a, on a zone read and juked a defensive end and then one of the passes in like in the fourth quarter to Ricardo, he, um, I mean, kept the ball in his own read. It was his own read to pass, and uh, just completely juked a very athletic-looking defensive end and threw it to Ricardo. Right, you know, another strike. Um, see, I don't know how I got in talking not so good about Sean White, but Sean White's good. I don't know if he's as good as Jeremy when Jeremy is playing like you think he should, but it doesn't matter. He's playing better under pressure, better in game-time situations. He's Auburn's best option at quarterback, and he's a good option. He's not just the backup quarterback. I know I used that last night to kind of sell this as a big win, saying uh, Auburn is 2-1 and one with their backup quarterback, and that's still true. He was the backup. He was not picked as the starter. He is the starter now. 
two and one with the backup without Duke, without Carl Lawson. Um, and, you know, things are okay. But like I said, Auburn's offense got out of its own way, and they could have been thrown against anybody, and it just started working last night. It's not like Kentucky's defense was terrible. Their run defense wasn't great, uh, but Auburn still managed to get some yards on the ground, just running and, you know, doing what they do. Run the ball a ton, and eventually one will open up. That's how it is. Three and four yards every time, and every once in a while you can bust a 10-yarder. Maybe longer than that. That's one thing we haven't seen yet. It's like a 30-yard run just kind of right at the middle because they're tired and beat up, but we'll see it. That's usually more for the Rock, for Rock Thomas or maybe carry on sometimes, but um, what was that? Um, so, yeah, but, you know, you're not allowed to celebrate this win, though. I, I mean, that's all last night, all this morning. Other than the fact of me saying that, you know, I'm not even going to say that. I did not say a single thing about Alabama, Georgia, LSU, anybody. But every one of their fans, all of them, every single one of them, 100%, got on Twitter, found Auburn people's tweets saying War Eagle or Good Win or anything like that and acted like you had just called their mom fat. Nobody brought y'all into this. I know it bothers you that Auburn won a game because you really thought they were going to lose to Kentucky. Uh... But it never really was in doubt. They they got down to the fifth to the forty and could have kicked a field goal, but they didn't. The only time the game was in doubt was the very last drive of the game, and that was likely going to be a tie at best. Um, but I'm sorry, Auburn won. Nobody said anything to you, but it's oh they're just busy over there celebrating their their huge win over kentucky no we're just happy we won a football game just like you would be even if it was georgia state or louisiana monroe even though you don't do that every time and and all that i mean it it's just stupid i mean i know they're not all dumb but the dumb ones sure are loud aren't they um so the basketball team released their new jerseys today auburn kind of teased it and and uh, the Under Armour teased it pretty good yes, uh, up leading up to it. But then it just kind of came out with a whimper. I don't know. that Like Auburn basketball Twitter, the, their Twitter account posted one picture of it. And Auburn's athletic account just retweeted it. There's a video on YouTube and now on moreblogle.com of Jordan Granger, Simeon Bowers, and Tyler Harris going into a, to the locker room or whatever and seeing them for the first time and talking about them and, and all that. and That was never posted. I don't know. It, it seemed like this was going to be a big, huge deal. I mean, it's not the, – the uniforms aren't like anything – it's not like Oregon or anything like that where it's just some huge deal. But it is cool. I mean, it's – they brought back like a cl the classic look uh, with the big like arching Auburn across the chest. It's back like – Charles Barkley days, but with long shorts. That's pretty much what it is. Charles Barkley with long shorts. Got the orange and blue stripes down the side. Big AU on the bottom of the pants, which is really more like late 90s. But it's just a good classic with new technology look. Well, it's good, and the team seemed to like it. There's orange, white, and blue. And um, I think they'll wear other little different ones. I could be wrong. They, you know, they've got the tiger stripe ones, the subtle tiger stripe ones. They had last year. They may still wear those, but Under Armour's kind of seems to be pushing a more classic look this year. I think South Carolina kind of did the same thing. 
Um, so, yeah, that's cool. Basketball, there's a uh, exhibition basketball game in two weeks, two weeks from today. So get your Final Four tickets ready. Um, so, yeah, Auburn won this week. You don't have to worry about anything. I, this is the weirdest thing in the world. Like, it's Friday. Normally you get the tailgate stuff ready or, you know, whatever. I got nothing to do. Opelika is out of town. Tomorrow, no football to stress over. You can just sit back, watch the other fan bases get scared. We got Texas A&M, Alabama. No reason. I mean, I don't know how good Texas A&M is. We've seen the struggles Alabama has has had against Arkansas, against Ole Miss. I mean, I could see Texas A&M beating them bad, but I just don't know how good they are. If they are as good as we think they could be, I mean, they haven't beaten anybody major, and they had to beat Arkansas in overtime, so I don't know. It'll probably be an even game, but it is in College Station. Then Ole Miss-Memphis. I think that one's a little scary. Memphis is undefeated. They beat Cincinnati, which is probably their biggest win, but um, and it's at Memphis, which is a huge deal to them, which is also kind of weird because I guarantee you it's going to be 70-30 Ole Miss fans because half of Memphis, three-fourths of Memphis is Ole Miss fans because they're close. It's so close, but um, I don't know. That'll be kind of a big deal for the Memphis area. And then uh, old, uh, LSU in Florida. Florida's going to have to go back to Treon Harris at quarterback. He played most of last year. He was young, dumb, got in trouble, but he's athletic and should be good. I mean, if they keep the offense going, they'll be fine. LSU is the Leonard Fournette show, and that's all it's going to be all year. Is it going to be good enough all year? I don't know. But this one they're playing in Baton Rouge, going back to another quarterback for Florida. I think LSU will win that one. Uh, I had, did post my predictions Wednesday, so or maybe yesterday, one of those. So go check those out. Warbloggle.com. Um, so, yeah, we got a little lazy weekend, don't we? Then it comes to Arkansas hate week, hog hate. I'm not ready to get there yet, so we're not even going to talk about it. Enjoy your win. Tell your Alabama fan friends, first of all, why do you have those? Second, all, second of all, tell them uh, you won the game against Kentucky. Tell them it was a huge win. Say huge as big as the loud as you can when you say it. Huge win. Just say that every time. Okay, they love it. Uh, Bloggle spot, 73, done. War Eagle.